Are you ready? Is your heart prepared to hear from the Lord today? I'm so excited to be finally in this vision casting month where we invite you to join the journey with BCC as we aim to follow the way of Jesus. You know, I've been saying for many weeks now since we got here, like, we're just a bunch of normal people. Amen? But we're on a journey together to follow the way of Jesus. And that's the part that's important, that we're together on this journey and we're going somewhere really specific, and that is following the way of Jesus. And so this idea of vision casting can really feel like a corporate concept, like it's some, one of the ways in which we're joining corporate America, but actually I just really think that the concept of having vision and being tethered to that vision is, is really God's first. It's something we see throughout scripture. Now, I also think it's important to note that whether the people actually heard God or understood God or obeyed God, nonetheless, he did indeed often cast vision and even really intentionally presented some strategy to people throughout scripture. Let me share with you a common proverb that you've probably heard before, most likely in KJV, but we're going to read it in the TPT today. It says this, hear the word of the Lord. Where there is no clear prophetic vision, people quickly wander astray. But when you follow the revelation of the word, heaven's bliss fills your soul. Don't you want that? Heaven's bliss fills your soul. If you heard this in the King James Version, you probably heard something like this. Without vision, the people perish. And so in the wisdom of Proverbs, we get a sense that maybe clear vision and a shared direction is meaningful. The prophet Habakkuk, in the minor prophets of the Old Testament, heard the Lord tell him something like this. Write down the vision so that those who read it could run with it. I love that. You know, that's kind of what we're doing as a pastoral staff, is we are writing down this vision so we as the people can run with it. That together we can be united in the shared direction, shared language, shared strategy to accomplish that which God has made, laid before us, and we might run with that which God has given us. Jesus even communicated vision and, and strategy at times. There's this very important moment in his ministry that many of us probably memorize this passage if you've grown up in the church. But before ascending to heaven, he said this, but you will receive what church? Power. When the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my what church? Witnesses telling people about me everywhere, in Jerusalem, throughout Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. You see, we see Jesus describe the what and the how. Jesus said, tell everyone, and I want you to start here, and then I want you to go here, right? 
Jesus was an incredible leader. So perhaps in vision casting for a local church, we're answering a couple really important questions. Here are those questions that I feel like we're answering today. Number one, where are we going together? Who are we becoming together? And how in the world are we going to get there together? You see, church, I just had this convictions. I, I don't want any of us to waste our time. I feel like that which God has called us to is way too important. And the life that he has for us is way too cool. And so I am just convinced that that which we do as the people of God who gather at Bentonville Community Church is so vitally important. It's important that we're intentional and we're clear and we're united and we're committed to doing it together. So that's what we hope to answer as we go on this vision casting journey. Where are we going together? Who are we becoming together? And how are we going to get there together. And so let's get real for a second. You guys, no amens, okay? Just keep it to yourself. Church can get real busy. No amens. Church can get busy with lots of really, really good things. But I think when we miss shared vision, when we miss clarity, when we miss intentionality, we can be doing really good things and going nowhere. You know what I'm saying? We can be doing really good things and becoming nothing but busy people. And that's just not what, what I think God wants for us. And I, listen, I'm not saying that's what BCC has been. I am saying this is what I feel like God is telling me to relay. You feel me? Okay. So, my hope and prayer is that clear vision, shared language, some defined strategy might help us be relentlessly intentional about where we're going, who we're becoming, and how we're going to get there together. So, let me just share some other things with you. I also feel like it's vitally important that this is not just me standing before you being like, I have heard from the Lord, and thus saith the Lord. I actually feel like it's really important that I did this as a team, that there were multiple people seeking the Lord with me. And so I want you to know that your board and staff has been on a journey over, I've been here for over six months. Over the last six months, we've been on a journey together. Specifically, we read a book called Simple Church. It's a great one. If, if you want to read it, it, I'd advise it. And then I, I brought you a picture. It's kind of blurry. I apologize. But I wanted you to see the process. We actually started out in a room, the staff did, around a table, and I had a marker board, and, and I asked my team, I said, based on what we know of scripture, what must the church do? Based on what we know of God's heart, what must we do? And we had this giant list. It was pretty overwhelming, to be honest. 
And then over several weeks, we started trying to see if these things that we were seeing in Scripture could be categorized, if they could be accomplished in a more intentional and strategic way. And so you'll see in this messy picture that you probably can't read because cell phone pictures and marker boards and all kinds of good stuff, we begin seeing this vision from God, this, this movement, this journey of the church emerging off that marker board. So staff and board, with the support of the board, we've been praying and seeking God and planning and preparing for this month. And so knowing who God wants us to become, what must we do as a church to facilitate that happening? That is the question I am trying to answer. Knowing who God wants us to be, following the way of Jesus, what must we do as a church to facilitate that happening? And so we're going to go through a storyline that's in Scripture that I think we see repeated and echoed throughout all of Scripture, and even in our lives today, this story arc that I think is consistent. Pastor Bo introduced us to a bit of it. It's the Exodus narrative. Uh, it's this, this journey that I think lays a great foundation for the journey of faith that the people of God have been on for centuries and that we ourselves are on together. And so I am going to go back to that text and just read a couple verses, but let me set the stage a bit. So we're in Exodus chapter 6. The people of God have been enslaved by the Egyptian Pharaoh. They're in a harsh, harsh environment. Now, some of it was their own doing, decisions that they made, disobedience that they made to end up in this situation, and also some of it was literally just life, that they end up in this posture of enslavement. In Exodus 6, we see God speaking to Moses, their leader, and I think what God did in Exodus 6 was outline his deliverance plan. His deliverance plan, his journey, if you will, that he was about to take the people of God on. Now, unfortunately, the people of God made it real messy. It took longer than God probably hoped, except God knew because he's smart like that. But here's what God said. This was God's deliverance plan. Here are the words of the Lord, Exodus 6, verses 6 and 7. Therefore, say to the Israelites, I am the Lord, and I will bring you out from under the yoke of the Egyptians. I will free you from being slaves to them, and I will redeem you with an outstretched arm and with mighty acts of judgment." Verse 7 says, I will take you as my own people, and I will be your God. Then you will know that I am the Lord your God, who brought you from under the yoke of the Egyptians. The word of our Lord. You see, I think in this text, God's deliverance plan, we see a pattern a typical journey, if you will. And it's a pattern that I think we see in the Old Testament and the New Testament for how God tends to move the people of God. I might say it this way, rescue, freedom, 
redemption. He rescues us from whatever enslaves us. He sets us free from that which enslaves us. And then he redeems us as part of his family and puts us to work in the family business. I think if we look at our own lives, we might recognize that that is the pattern in our own journeys of faith that we are on. Salvation, saying yes to King Jesus as Lord of our life. Transformation, being in the journey long term, being made into the way of Jesus. And purpose, being sent out, empowered by the Holy Spirit, doing that which God has called us to do. So church, who are we other than a bunch of people, normal people by the way, on a journey being set free, and inviting others to do the same, right? I'm not quite there yet, bro, but thank you. I love you, Caleb. It's this pattern, process, or journey that we're choosing to anchor our vision to. This defines that which we're aiming to do together and outlines how we're going to get there together. So really, this vision that we're uh, laying out today, it's everything. It's our mission, it's our vision, it's our process, it's all the things that we hope to happen. We're trying to narrow it all down to one thing that we can all remember, and there's a test at the end. So be ready. I'm still trying to decide what happens if you fail, but it'll be good. So let me show it to you. It's already before you, but from your leaders, from your pastors, here's how we hope to lead us here. At at BCC, we are on a journey together, helping one another encounter God, journey deeper, and make an impact. Three vital things that we see God doing historically in people. Encounter God, journey deeper, and make an impact. You see, often I think as the church, we're tempted to add like 10 other things to this list. And I think it would do us good to boil it down and get really good at these three things and let God transform us as we focus on the essential parts of our journey of faith. And so as we go throughout the next month, we're going to be talking about each of these things. This week we're talking about Encounter God. Next week we're talking about, you're so good. Then week three we're talking about, and week four is Celebration Sunday. Y'all are geniuses. So let me reveal a little bit more here to you. Tied to each element of the vision is a direct strategy because you can't just say cute things if you don't have a plan, amen? If you don't have a plan, you probably aren't going to do what you said you're going to do. And so we have a plan. Are you ready? This is actually on the back of your sermon notes. If you want to flip them over, there's a whole other line to this chart that tells you your action step that you're invited on with us. So our vision of helping people encounter God. Now listen, church, there are a number of ways that you can encounter God. Carrie and I were talking about the Pacific Northwest, and boy howdy, do you encounter God in beautiful nature in the Pacific Northwest, right? 
But as Bentonville Community Church, our most strategic way to help people encounter God is through our weekend worship gathering, through this right here. So our strategy is all about making our weekend worship gathering about encountering the living God. And your step is real easy. Come to church. Yes, and amen. Come to church. And we will encounter God together. The second movement of our vision is journey deeper. Would you say that out loud with me? Journey deeper. We have a couple strategies here. The first is kickstart, which if you've been before it, through it before is kind of like a membership class. But it's meant to kickstart your journey with BCC. And the whole outline of that few-week course will be to introduce you to our church, to tell you about Jesus, and to teach you about this journey that we're on together and invite you into it. When people go through Kickstart now, now that we've cast this vision, it will be very clear that we expect three things of people at our church. We expect you to encounter God, journey deeper, and make an impact. We expect you to come to church, we expect you to be growing in a group, and we expect you to impact the community that you live in. So back to journey deeper. Our second strategy is our community groups, our small group model. It would be our desire that everybody is growing in a small group together. We'll talk about that next week. And then throughout our journey together, we'll be teaching different spiritual practices for you to do on your own that we find to be vitally important to your journey. And again, we'll talk about that more next week. The third element is make an impact. And this is accomplished through impact teams and monthly partnerships. And this is all about making an impact in our church, in one another's lives, in our community, and around the world. So this involves making sure that you're serving one another in the local church. And then that we are being very intentional about connecting with our community and impacting it. That we're partnering with Nazarene Global Missions and making an impact around the world. And your action step is to join us, to join an impact team in those areas. So encounter God, journey deeper, and make an impact. This week, we're focusing on that first movement, encounter God. Would you say that out loud with me? Encounter God. I want to go back to the scripture and read verse 6 again to you so that that statement can stand out. Hear the word of our Lord. Therefore say to the Israelites, I am the Lord. And will you read that highlighted line with me? I will bring you out from under the yoke of the Egyptians. You see, the first part of our vision is anchored to this concept of encountering God. And here's what we believe with great conviction. Every journey of faith begins and continues with God encounters. Every journey of faith begins and continues with God encounters. Now, let me tell you what I mean. Because I'm saying it begins and that, that I think it continues with these meaningful God encounters. So, begins. The beautiful part. God moves towards us. Amen? 
What a gift. The grace of God woos us into a life-transforming encounter with the Almighty God. Salvation through Jesus Christ our Lord. Let me read a a scripture that is so familiar, you could probably all quote it. Uh, John 3.16 and 17, but we're going to switch it up and read it in the New Living. Hear the word of our Lord. For this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. God sent his son into the world not to judge the world but to save the world through him. The beautiful word of our Lord. You see, each and every one of us, God moved towards us in the person of Jesus so that we might encounter the living God and be set free. Or if we're to use that language from Exodus again, that we might be brought out of our enslavement to sin. And so at Benville Community Church, we aim to be a place where people can encounter God for the very first time. Amen? Following this pattern that Paul outlines in Romans 10. Look at this with me. Romans 10 verses 13 through 14. Paul said this. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. But how can they call on him to save them unless they believe in him? And how can they believe in him if they have never heard about him? And how can they hear about him unless someone tells them? So we want to be a place who tells them. Amen? And so our aim to be a people who encounter God, we're anchored to this. We believe our worship gatherings should be a place where people encounter the living God and begin to follow Jesus as they encounter God with us. We believe our worship gatherings, this that we're doing right here, should be a place where people begin to follow God as they encounter God with us. Man, church, that our gatherings would be anchored to the good news of a resurrected Jesus. And that good news of a resurrected Jesus testifies of a loving God who longs to encounter each one of us in a way that leads us to finally say yes to him. I want to show you one of my favorite things about this vision statement, and I think I have it on the screen with three circles. When we talk about people encountering God for the first time that they might know Jesus as their Lord and Savior, often we think of what? Evangelism, right? Like sharing your testimony and being like, say the prayer. Well, let me show you something. Because even this vision, we've hoped it will help equip you to share your story of how you encountered God with people. Let me give you an example. Are you ready? If you're ready, say I'm ready. ready. Let, me, let me know you're feeling me out there because, you know, I'm getting hot and stuff up here. So let's say somebody notices you've been acting a little bit different, like God's changing you and they can tell. And maybe it's annoying them, maybe they're curious, maybe they think it's cool. Who knows? They ask you about it, and you say, man, I I know this crazy thing happened. You're not going to believe it. I I went back to church. I know it sounds crazy, 
But I did. I, I went back to church and I, I, I like seriously encountered God. I encountered God and I realized that he loved me and that this church loved me. And then I like started this journey with them and I was journeying deeper and deeper and I noticed God started transforming my life and like I learned about Jesus and, and then I learned that I had a purpose and, and I started making an impact. I've connected with this and this and this and this and God's using me now in my community to make an impact and it's just crazy, all because I encountered God. I know it sounds silly, but Sunday at 10, do you want to join the journey? Are you it? You're like, yes, I'm going. But do you see, even this vision hopefully becomes something that equips you to be more confident in sharing your own story with other people. Moving on, we said that all of our faith journeys begin and continue with God encounters. What do we mean by that continues peace? Well, I would argue, church, that as we journey in our faith, these God encounters continue as fuel to our journey. These God encounters, we come to church over and over and over again, week after week, and these God encounters fuel our faith and keep the journey going through things like worship and prayer, through the togetherness of the people of God, through an awareness of God's ongoing presence. So we believe this. We believe our worship gatherings should be a place where people encounter God on a regular basis. We believe our worship gatherings, what we're doing right here, should be a place where people encounter God on a regular basis. Where you, every time you come, there is a very clear and natural opportunity for you to encounter the living God. And that that would fuel your ongoing relationship with the Lord. And so it boils down to this. At BCC, we aim to facilitate and foster these God encounters. And our main strategy to do so is through our weekend worship gathering. And so together, as we gather week after week, our goal as a team, as we're planning these services, is to follow the Holy Spirit's leading in creating environments where it is totally natural and normal to encounter the living God together. We feel like these God encounters are the fuel that each and every one of us needs to stay invested in the journey of faith. And so we have three prayers associated with this concept of creating God encounters week after week. We have three prayers, and I think it's important for you to know these. The first prayer is this. We pray that people will encounter God for the, what's that word? first time, and make Christ Lord of their lives. As a people who are passionate about helping people encounter God, we are praying that people will encounter God for the very first time right here with us. Our second prayer is that all, say that word big and loud, all, that's 
all of us who gather will encounter the presence of the living God in a meaningful way through worship, through prayer, the Lord's Supper, and the living word of God. And that we will be transformed every time that that happens. Our third prayer is this. That as we encounter God together, this will help us develop an appetite for and an awareness of God's presence in our daily lives, leading to God encounters each and every day of our lives. You see, that's the thing, church. I want to I talk about this for a second. I'm not saying that I just think that what happens here is really important. I am saying that. And also, my hope is that because we are gathering together as the people of God on Sundays, and we are encountering the living God, that that makes me and you crave God Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. That what happens together as the people of God opens our eyes and our ears to look for God, to be listening for God every other day of the week because we come together and we train in what it feels like, looks like, smells like, acts like to be in the presence of the living God. And so we hope that BCC is a place where people encounter God for the first time and each and every Sunday after that. Amen? And so now, as a pastoral team, we are committed to this goal. When we plan services, no matter the age, preschool, kids, teens, big church, we have a shared goal. We're answering the question, how do we facilitate God encounters today? How do we create spaces where it is natural and normal to recognize the presence of God in our midst? And all of that is tied to the simple conviction that we believe lives are transformed when we encounter God together. Amen? Lives are transformed when we encounter God together. Every single one of you are here because at some point in your life, you encountered the living God. And so we want to be a place where we are a part of people's story for how they encountered God. The people of God's delivery from slavery began with this promise, I will bring you out. And you know, every God encounter in our life is a bringing out moment, out of our lostness, out of sin, out of slumber, out of our passivity. Have you ever experienced a, a Sunday church service or something you've gone to and Something happens and it like wakes you up from your sleep. A God encounter. A God encounter that changed your story even after you were saved, right? So we want to be a place where it's natural and normal for those God encounters to occur week in and week out. And I think that happens in a lot of different ways. That happens through Pastor Mark prayerfully choosing the songs that we sing. 
That happens by slowing our hearts and our minds and lighting a silly little candle as a symbol that something sacred is happening in this place. That happens through prayer. That happens through the altars. That happens through the spoken word of God. That happens through the table of our Lord when we receive the body and blood of Jesus. So may we be a people who live in this brought out state where we encounter God together on a weekly and a daily basis. I'm going to invite the worship team to join me on the stage as we prepare to go into a time of reflection. And let me just tell you, church, I've been praying that you would encounter God today. I've been praying that you would encounter the living God today and that it would fuel your journey of faith. And my prayer is that now we've all been invited on this journey, that we're not only praying that others will encounter God here, but that I will come into this room every Sunday with my heart humble and hungry to encounter the living God myself. Amen? Because I need God encounters each and every day. Would you stand with me? My hope as we begin to go on this vision casting process and we've introduced you to where we are headed, that we might have a fresh fire in our bellies, that we might have a fresh fire in our bellies for the journey of faith that we are on and the opportunity to invite others to join that journey. And so I want to invite you to use this reflection time to pray a couple things with me. The first thing I want to invite you to pray is that the Holy Spirit would draw people into church. Notice I didn't just say our church, although I hope lots of people come, but into church. We believe the Spirit of God does that. And so today, would you pray that God would draw people back to church, whether they're coming back or they've never been before, that God would draw people to church? It's a terrible analogy, but every time I pray that prayer, I picture a bug light. Except what happens when they encounter it is not death. (laughs) That's why it's terrible. I see holiness. They, they, get, they get cleansed. They get clean. And they leave that light a new creation, not dead. So it works for a second, and then it no longer works. But that like a bug light, people would just be drawn into the presence of the living God. Second thing I would invite you to pray is that people would encounter God for the very first time in our midst that it would be natural and normal for that to occur in this place. And the third thing, that's this one's about us, that our eyes and ears would be attuned to God every time that we gather, 
that every time we come into this place, we expect to encounter God and we expect to leave differently as a result. So here at BCC, we are on a journey together, helping one another. Would you say it with me? Encounter God, journey deeper, and make an impact. You're going to get real good at that. So this first Sunday, are you in? Will you join the journey with us as we encounter the living God together? I, I really, I don't know, guys, I'm weird. I just really want to pray. I want to pray for God to move. Would some of you, would you join me in that? I'm going to pray. The worship team is going to lead us in Waymaker. I'm going to be at the altar. Would some of you meet me there? God, move among us. We know you're up to something because you always are. And so we're here for it. We're hungry for it. And we are devoted to the journey, the journey that has hills and valleys, but the journey where your presence is promised as we seek your face. So God, come. May we be a place for, where people encounter God today. It's in your name we pray, amen. Would you pray with me and worship the Lord?